Hi guys, welcome to Art Talk with April, season three. I'm April Harris of Inked April, located in Birmingham, Alabama. We have some wonderfully inspiring artists on this season. Let's get started. Hi everyone, welcome to Art Talk with April. Today we have Danielle Eberly in Montgomery, Alabama. And she is a figurative and abstract painter. Welcome so much to Neil. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Thanks for having I'll, me. I'm excited to talk about art. Yeah, absolutely. It's always fun, right? It's always so, fun. Um, how did you get started in art? Is this something that you've always enjoyed doing? Yeah, I always enjoyed drawing ever since I was a little kid. So, yeah. I think I've always yeah. that. And then I believe you said that you went to, was it the University of Texas where you're originally from Texas? Yeah, it was, the, it was Texas Tech. I have a fine arts degree with it. Oh. It was just an art education from Texas Tech. Wow. Okay. Did you, I mean, did you go into arts education? I really didn't. No, <laughs> um, I, I student taught. Um, and I really enjoyed it. And then I married a military guy. So then like everywhere, if you move state to state, like every state's going to make you take different tests and do different credits mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And I really, being a military spouse was, you know, its whole own thing where like, I felt like I should stay home and raise the kids and stuff because they're gone a lot. So yeah. I didn't really pursue teaching art. And honestly, I, I want to make art. <laughs> I, want to make art. I, I don't hate teaching art but I love making art so yeah yeah so what I wanted to do yeah eventually what happens I felt like for me is I would teach and I felt like the creativity side of teaching kind of drained the energy oh, that I was yeah. making you know because they kind of I feel like they kind of pull from the same side of your person Brain, yeah. you know yeah and I still I mean my day job is still a teaching job but it's with preschoolers and it's not as demanding and it's just more like supervisory sort of like yeah, yeah. so I still spend time with kids and really love that but I don't but it doesn't take from my ability to create so while you're going through all of that and, and you got married and you were doing the you know military thing then you um moved to Alabama and it looked like you are just like you have some work in Jackson Hospital and in different areas. I think you said um, that you're in Stonehenge and you had done some things in Huntsville mm -hmm. and different places. Yeah. Um, how did you go about um, getting into those um, spaces? Yeah, so um, so everywhere that I lived, I I would try to find something akin to like an art guild, an art community. And so here I started the, the Protaga Art Guild is where I started meeting artists in this area. That was how I got into Jackson Hospital because they just had a thing. It was like an art night thing. And the lady who was curating that show, that collection that Jackson Hospital has came through and saw the painting that was up and purchased it for the hospital. So that's Wow. Well, that happened. Um, and then that same night, Stonehenge was at that same event. And so they saw that purchase and then they 
you know, contacted me and let me, you know, join that gallery space. Um, I don't do a lot of stuff with them anymore, but I still on occasion will do like their holiday shows and stuff with um, Huntsville. That was, I saw, so we have a Montgomery art guild here. And so I would also join the Montgomery art guild and we have a museum show every other year where you like submit and you can get your work in the museum, which is always awesome to have. Yeah, absolutely. Well, <laughs> even if it's not part of their collection, it just feels really good. That yeah. Good. And so <laughs> I was there and um, I got a drawing in one year there and Cynthia Wagner from Huntsville had work in there and it was like my phenomenal. Like I was just like, like I was just fixated on her work and she came up and I started talking to her and then I found out about Low Mill and Huntsville and stuff from her and I was yeah. like well how do you go about like um getting into that and she gave me information she's really sweet and really kind of sharing I think I emailed or messaged somebody um Robert who runs the Robert Daniel who runs the galleries at Low Mill mm-hmm. had been following my work on Instagram for a while and so he messaged me and offered me a show there and I was I did a couple of the holiday shows there yeah Um, so it's just been like you know little it's like just staying in contact with people and not being afraid to say hey like put yourself out there um yeah it is always it's always scary you know because you can get rejected and it doesn't feel good but like you don't make any of the shots you don't take you know yeah that's true I take shots if I can Mm. if I feels like the right time and I love what you pointed out there you know because I hope that people listening to the podcast can find some inspiration and understand kind of how other artists are going about like their journey as an artist and I mean you see people like your work in the hospital or you see these this artwork in different spaces and you're like, how does that happen? You know, you know, you have beautiful, beautiful work and I want to get into, you know, the making and everything. So, but you see your work in a hospital or museum show or something like that. And a lot of the younger artists are going to be like, okay, how does, how do you get from point A to point B? doing those types of things and what you pointed out you know I think is really all about networking Uh and being brave enough to get out there and just ask questions right and And, like kind of forget about being cool and forget about um and I've been doing this for a lot of years like and I've done it all over the country and there were years where like I mean to be perfectly honest my work was not at a level yet like but yeah. I kept putting it out there and there were lots of really painful years where I'd put my work out and there was no response because it wasn't really there yet. Like no. I've been working consistently on my work for the last 30 something years. Like I've been building this thing, you know, and I think, um, but I think those first years where I kept putting stuff out and kept getting rejected were just as important to keep pushing through and keep, it could go one way or another. Like you could take rejection, go, well, I'm not good enough and quit. Or you can be like, I'm not good enough yet. Yeah. <laughs> right. And that's, I'm more of the, like, I wasn't good enough yet. And I just kept pushing and pushing and pushing. 
um, my work, not just getting my work out there, pushing my work, like yeah. getting better, working all the time, taking classes, take figure drawing classes, like always wanting to be better. I always yeah. want to be better and learn more, more interesting than I was doing before. That's really important to me. Don't be afraid to adore another artist. Like, oh, yeah. Don't be afraid to, like, I, I mean, I, I mean, I literally just adored her work. Like, yeah. And when I met her, I was like, yeah, you did this. Like, this is amazing. Like I was just, I was blown away by her work. Don't be afraid to adore somebody else's work. Like it's not, doesn't take anything away from you to adore and to learn from somebody else's work. Like I'm always pouring over other artists work. I love other artists work. Yeah. I think as artists, we find a lot of inspiration from other artists work. And sometimes that it'll be like some small piece that our brain just kind of files away, you know, and they're like somehow the shape or the color or the lines or the texture or something may end up inspiring something that you experiment with and try. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I find, I do the same thing, like on Instagram, it's really hard not to just like look at everybody's stuff because Right. And rather than being like comparing and getting down on myself, I enjoy it. And then I think, man, I, what is it about this artist's work that I am just crazy about? Yeah. What did they do there? Like, how did they like, like, how did they hit that there? Like, yeah. yeah. And I'm just get curious. Curiosity, yeah. man. It's, I think art is all about curiosity. It's about what would happen if I tried this? What would happen if I tried this this way or this yeah. way? Like, it's all about curiosity and re- staying open. Yeah. Like I have so many questions. I have way more questions yeah. than every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that's part of it too, being an artist, staying curious is that thing that kind of drives you to keep going and experimenting and trying things and keeps it fresh where you're always I don't know about you I'll be like eating dinner or you know out someplace and something will occur to me Uh that I I need to try that you know or I'm out on a vacation or something I'm like wow those colors is so I need to remember that you know to yeah like that color combination or that that technique or that like that little splash of like color in this other big, like I've seen so many things where like they just stuck to me. I was like, wow, like that was like one tiny little move, like yeah. push that thing into something, a whole realm. Like it's just, I don't know. It's, I, it's I'm exciting. I'm, I'm endlessly fascinated, endlessly fascinated. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, awesome. So when you started out on your art journey, um, were you leaning towards like certain mediums and styles and things like that? Or is that progressed all along the way? I think that's progressed all along the way. Um, and also, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to get to go to a school. So to yeah. art school. So they introduce you to so many materials as you're getting mm-hmm. to classes. So like Prismacolors, that was from an art class. Yeah. Um, I didn't know I'd love Prismacolors. I love them. And I started out um, in watercolor 
And as I was going through watercolor, my watercolor teacher was like, the way you work would actually probably be more suited to acrylic. And that was correct. It was. Um, so I moved to acrylic. And then years down the road, somebody was like, hey, like, have you ever thought about oil? And I tried oil for a while and I didn't like it. So yeah, I didn't like, I, I worked too fast. Like I didn't have the patience. I think the material is beautiful. Like the medium is gorgeous. Yeah. And I'm really bad about cleaning my brushes properly and all those kinds of things that <laughs> like, I feel like oil paint is for like really mature people. And yeah. I'm not that person. I'm just not. That ain't me. I wondered about that. Like, so you have to be so mature to keep, keep your brush clean and like the weight to put more color on till it's ready. Yeah. And stuff. I don't have that kind of impulse control. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just leaned into my ADHD and just went, I go there. That's what yeah, I Yeah, yeah, yeah. And great. I think, you know, that, that's so, another thing that you said that is just really on point, I think, for me in particular, my experience, sometimes you lean towards a certain medium just because it works with your personality, what you can handle, you know, like for a long time, I wouldn't paint because of the brushes and the cleanup and the mess and the stuff. I was more of a drawing, ink, pencil kind of person. Right. And so it took for me getting older and then thinking, okay, let me try this now, you know, because yeah. maybe I can handle it. Maybe I can clean up after myself. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm the worst. I'm still the worst. But that's the thing about acrylic. You can leave your brushes in the water for a while. Like yeah. there's nothing's going to happen to them. Like, so I don't have to be like super diligent at the end of every painting session, which time-wise works for me because I have a day job and I have, yeah, yeah. you know, I have things to do. I don't have time to sit and do all that stuff. Now, were you always doing figurative or abstract yes. or expressionism kind of stuff? I feel like that's always been my desire. I feel like I've always wanted to paint people. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the, like yeah, portraiture stuff, of course. Yeah. Portraiture, faces, figures. I've always wanted to do people. And I've done other things, of course. I mean, I went to art school, so they make you do everything. Yeah. I've done some landscapes. <laughs> I've done some still lives. I've done all of the things. I just prefer the figure. And it, yeah. I always wind up back there, even when I'm abstracting and I'm like, I'm going to go completely abstract. It always winds up. Figure <laughs> pops up in there I'm like just go with it like yeah <laughs> the older I get the less I fight my natural inclinations like yeah. I think when I was young I was always like trying to become something I'm not mm -hmm. and now that I'm older I'm just trying to become what I am yeah accept yeah. it and love it and lean into it as, and not like balk at the way I naturally am just accept it Sure, sure. And it has life, like just go with who I am. Oh, that is one that that is awesome advice too. I think because I'm sure a lot of artists, especially people who have gone through art school, they know a lot of different kinds of art. They know a lot of different kinds of artists that they appreciate, and you're drawn to these artists, and then you sort of start to emulate them a little bit but maybe it doesn't quite fit you, you know, right. and you, you have to 
kind of let go of trying, like, let, let's say you were fascinated by Dolly or something like that. And you were like, I want to be a surrealist mm-hmm. and this is what I'm going to do. But as time goes on, you realize that you're not quite fitting into that box, right? Right. You have to explore other things. What happens with a lot of artists is we want to get to our goal right away. We want that instant, I'm here, I've arrived, I'm in the gallery, I'm, I'm, I'm selling, I'm doing the things. But sometimes it takes, it could take decades. Well, I mean, I like if we're have honest, a day job. I mean, hey, I still have a day job. I have to pay bills. Yeah, and art yeah. does not pay my bills still. And I've been doing this most of my adult life. And I'm okay with that now. Like I used to take that really hard and think, well, maybe I'm just not good enough. Um, I don't think that anymore. And I'm going to do this with my life, no matter like financially what happens with it. It doesn't matter. Honestly, it doesn't matter in that it would never stop me because it's what I love to do the most. And so I make time for it because I love it. I want my life to be about the things I love. And I love making art. I love painting. I love drawing. I love looking at art. I love knowing artists. I just love art. And all the things that go around it. Set so maybe I don't maybe love the financial world that surrounds it all the time because yeah. it does feel a little bit um, vulturous. But yeah, I do love. I love the pursuit. Like it, it's a never-ending. It's never going to end. Like I'll never reach the end of the ideas. Yeah, the exploration of it all. It just yeah, it's an, especially if you're curious, you know, yeah, and you're trying things. Yeah, don't lock yourself in. People are always like, looks like your style is changing every few weeks. I was like, it probably is because I found out there's something else I want to try. So like, I mean, I have, I mean, one of the things they ask you to do is like make like a style. I'm like, I've made like, there's too many things to try. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there, there is a certain freedom that comes and not paying your bills with it because like, I don't have to make anything. And I think sometimes once it starts paying your bills, um, they expect a certain thing out of you a certain mm-hmm. painting that everybody liked they want some variation of that painting everybody likes yeah um but I don't do that because I I pay my bills other ways yeah it does open up that freedom where you're able to kind of explore and do your own thing and like you were saying you when you were talking about networking and getting into different spaces and things that you're, you know, kind of reaching out to people when it suited you and you were able to, you knew, okay, I'm going to be able to work on this show or I'm going to be able to have something ready. Right. Because it works for me, you know, not because I'm like, you know, desperately needing to have enough money for whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And no disrespect to people who do that at all. Like, oh. I mean, I respect Extremely that. brave. That's, a, that's, that's brave. That's so brave. Like, so brave. Like, yeah. I, don't, I, don't think I, I don't think I have, I don't think I have the quite that level of confidence to like launch into that. I really like having that safety of my bills being paid. I really do. And so I do daily, you know, day jobs and I don't mind that. Yeah, yeah. And and being able, like you said, to to be okay with that. Yeah. It's a huge, a huge lesson that some people, you know, they're just not going to maybe it's personality or you know, you, you just want stability. 
there yeah. and that's okay it's not like it doesn't make you less of an artist oh it does not it does not and there's um I, I just want to wrap my arms around so many young artists and be like it's okay <laughs> Like it's, this is not a, this is not an easy life it's not yeah. you, know, you have to know deep inside of yourself that you love it so much that nothing's going to stop you from it like because everything that could possibly come up to try and stop you criticism <laughs> life circumstances illnesses all the things that are gonna can come in to stop you will come in so you've got to love it yeah yeah life happens yeah you gotta love it enough to hold on yeah I want to say there was a like a uh, I follow so many different art accounts but there was an article at one point where it was pointing out there are several like very well-known respected artists I want to say Gauguin was maybe one of them but they had day jobs they 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 had regular jobs they were like accountants or something yeah. you know <laughs> yeah and we don't know well, I'm not saying again was a ca- an accountant but we don't we don't learn that in our art history we yeah. learn about the paintings that he made you know and and he's in museums or whatever and right so I mean, but yeah yeah it looks different ways for different people it does yeah, yeah. you use acrylic and are you using any other kind of techniques or um, surfaces and things like that in your work? I usually do canvas and I like, I love canvas paper, like the, oh, yeah, yeah. Love the canvas paper. I feel like I can, I can build real quick on it. Like, oh. so I paint, I paint every day. So mm. it's part of my practice. Like I do like one painting before work every day so like I give myself an hour and I do an hour painting every day wow and the majority of my work is those because I do them every day so I have like tons of them they're tight like little nine by twelve you know I tried wood for a while I didn't Mm -hmm. love it because it took forever to build a strong enough surface to actually it just like felt like it was just drinking paint just like oh "Oh my gosh like (laughs) like I can't afford that much paint so Yeah. yeah I love and I love gesso because um, mm-hmm. you can build on top real quick with gesso and paint. Um, and I love to scrape. Like I'm yeah. really, I like to scrape. I like to swipe. I like to, you know. <laughs> I love this. I love the scraping in your work. Honestly, I was like, I, oh, yeah. that's awesome. I love texture, you know, like I, I don't know that. what it is about texture, but I love seeing that, you know, and color and and it looks like too like you have very sort of um free-flowing line too right yeah I'm um yeah and that's one of those things where like we were talking about earlier where people are like you know leaning into yourself so there are a lot of people are like I wish I could work as loose as you work like I work I'm pretty loose um I just have impulse control problems so my work (laughs) my work resembles my own personality they're very controlled and very like methodical and I that's beautiful too that's the thing it's like I do that because that's me like mm. and I'm gonna build and 
scrape and then rebuild and scrape again and rebuild and scrape again. That's, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. what I'm going to do. I'm just going to like keep, I'm just going to keep messing with it. Like I'm sure doing that too, that you come across a lot of just sporadic realizations as you're doing that. Yeah. You're like, oh, that was awesome. <laughs> you're like, oh yeah. And sometimes you're like, sometimes it sucks though when you're not methodical because you're like, I don't know how to how do I that again. That. Yeah, like, <laughs> so that's where you get to start all over. You're like, okay, well, I'm gonna chase that again, and so yeah. then you go down a whole other rabbit hole. You're like, well, there I go, <laughs> off in another direction. Oh, awesome. One thing I just did, and I have no idea how that happened. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know what you should do. Well, I'm not saying you should do this all the time. This would be a mess, but by recording yourself recording it and so yeah. that you could be like oh I really did good on that let me go back and see what I did yeah, how did I get <laughs> in it? what order how did I do what that? did I put on there I and how did I scrape it yeah, what, what was the order I don't I know. <laughs> I know. that sounds a little bit more methodical too like to have like to video yourself doing that <laughs> right I should probably I probably should <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Do you have any particular artists that you just are really inspired by? My first art love was Chagall. I love Mark Chagall. Yeah. Um, I love, I don't know, the immediacy, the like dreamlike. It just is a very like deep, like the colors, the emotions, like his emotions just really come through in his work. Um, I love Van Gogh. I love living artists right now. I love Cicely Brown. I love Martin Campos, Alex Konevsky, and then some of my friends, Elisa Beck. I love her palette knife work. Alana Hagler, great. Mm. And she's like high realism, like totally different style to me <laughs> and methodical and mature. Like she is all the things I am not. Yeah. I love her work. <laughs> but I love her work. And that's the yeah. thing. Like, just because it's not what I do, like I'm open to all kinds of styles because you can learn something from everybody. You know, I'm, I'm open to high realism. I can't do high realism because I don't have that kind of patience and I don't, yeah. I don't care enough about the realism. I'm trying to, I think that, you know, for me, it's all about like my emotions and my heart and like, I'm trying to like, so I'm trying to feel into a painting like I want my feelings into a canvas yeah um, I feel like that's just me um, yeah. I don't even know if that's what I'm trying to do it's just what happens <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I think we've already discussed it I don't really know yeah. what I'm trying to do so I have no idea <laughs> no I think you're on a path for sure I am on a path I just yeah I try really hard not to put too much on myself for that path I'm just mm -hmm. kind of let myself go yeah. That's probably really smart too, because makes forces you in a way to just let go of all of that so that you aren't stumped by any of these other like shoulds, you know, I should be like this. I should do that. I should. So you let it go. Then you can just, you can just make art and go with it. And that is what works for you and that's how it comes about right. so that is your path <laughs> that's my path yeah and I feel like I put a lot more emphasis on like knowing my heart 
and mm -hmm. what's in my heart. And then the art comes out, however it comes out. But yeah. I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to communicate things from my soul that I would like to say to the world and that I would like to say back to myself. Like I had a really interesting conversation with a friend of mine not long ago. And I was like, this is what I've been trying to say in my art. Yeah. And I was like, and she's like, cause I, I struggle with a lot of self-esteem issues and stuff like that. She's like, she's like, maybe you're trying to say that to yourself too. Like, so mm -hmm. I'm trying to communicate love and acceptance, especially for women and women's bodies. Um, yeah. Try to really portray like real women's bodies, like, and not in a, I mean, yeah, of course I'm lesbian. So I guess I like women's bodies too, but I am trying to communicate the lovability, the humanity in that unconditional acceptance, I guess. Just yeah, yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. That's, that's really great. I want women to see. I want women to see themselves as strong and beautiful and mm -hmm. autonomous. Like they, you belong to yourself. Your body is yours. Yeah. And you get to choose. Yeah, yeah. And what a wonderful time to kind of express that kind of thing. Because yeah. I feel like that's such a powerful message right now in our world, right? Right, because the world keeps trying, like it feels like there's this real strong push against people trying to be themselves. Like, mm. you don't know, like there's, you know, the thing that's happening with the drag queens in Tennessee, the thing that's happened with the mm. abortion laws and all that stuff. Like I'm aware of that stuff and I do follow that stuff. I don't try yeah. to be specifically political, but mm. those are, to me, those aren't political issues. Those are human issues. Like let people live free, let people love themselves, stop sure. people for the way they're made and the way that they want to express themselves. Like it's about, to me, it's about freedom. Like let people be free. Yeah. Yeah. People, sign, people will help each other, save each other, encourage each other and love each other when they are free. That is so, that is so true. I could see how that, that makes sense to me that you would be, you know, trying to express yourself, but also like sending a message and receiving the message at the same time. Right. It's like, yeah, it's, yeah. Art is a dialogue. And sometimes you're talking to yourself too. And Absolutely. And to yeah. other people, you know, I feel like the more specific you can get with yourself, the more universal your work is going to become. Like, the more you know yourself, the more you'll relate to more people. Sure. Um, Do you ever look back over your work over the years and see your own personal, not, not your art's growth or your art's changing, but yourself? When you're looking at the art, you're thinking, oh, I remember when I was in that, that time. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Um, I tell people all the time that my art knew I was gay a good 10 years before I did. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> my, art, my art knew how gay I was for way longer than I did. It put it out way before me. So my art is always figuring things out before I figure it out. Personally. <laughs> Oh, how awesome is that? That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So there's this, I don't know. Or, so there's a story. I was, in, we were living in San Antonio at the time and I was doing first Fridays there and I had yeah. done this painting and I grew up in a really religious background. And so I'd done this painting. And it was of two women. Um, and this group of lesbians came up to buy my painting 
and they were asked me to explain it. And so I explained it from my, what I thought I was doing. And it was yeah. very like religious subtext for what I thought I was doing. And they were all looking at each other. They were like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it was literally like, there was a woman who was like, kind of like on, like in flames and fire on one side and then a woman in water on the other side. Yeah. I mean, it was super gay. Like it was a super gay painting. <laughs> and this group of lesbians purchased it. Like, like this couple, they're like, well, okay, well, if that's the explanation. I guess we can like put that in our living room instead of bedroom. And they were they were just literally they asked me, they're like, have you ever like been with a woman before? I was like, no. Like because I, like, I was super religious, super married, two kids, like I was like, like. I was kind of taken <laughs> back by their question. And that was like, I don't know, that was probably like 10, 12 years ago. Yeah. yeah. That, that's so funny you say that because it's kind of like your art can be a little bit of a, like a journal yeah. for your life. And if you're not aware of what you're making and then other people are. Yeah. That's very vulnerable. <laughs> it is. It is. You're like, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm, I'm giving, like, yeah. And people who know me really well, they'll like watch my art. So I've had friends be like, are you okay? Because <laughs> they'll see what I'm painting. They're like, are you all right? I'm like, why? They're like, well, you're painting today. It's like, oh, well, maybe I was sad. Like, <laughs> and sometimes it's not my emotions, you know, that I'm processing that day. It could be because I read something, like we we're talking about in the news, mm. or I, heard a story from a friend that broke my heart and so yeah. like that's kind of playing in my head while I'm making something and it's coming out because it's yeah. like those feelings I've been feeling and they may not be mine sometimes they're mine sometimes they're from somewhere else um sure sure something that touched you that you're like okay really heavy on my heart yeah that's really that's really going on through your your you're processing it in your head and you're like oh you know making things at the same time Right. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Do you have like any favorite art books or um, art supplies that you would recommend to people? Yes. I, first of all, I love Art and Fear. That's a great book. Yeah. I love Steal Like an Artist. That's a great book. Yeah. Um, and then I love, strangely, I love Bird by Bird, which is actually a book about writing and uh -huh. big magic. So I love, I've learned so much of my art practice from authors who write about writing because they have a very um, disciplined approach to what they do. Yeah. And I learned a lot of the discipline about how to like show up every day for my work, even mm. when I don't have a big idea, just show up to do something every yeah. day I got from authors because they're so good at describing what it's like. And it feels a whole like a lot what it's like to show up every day and sometimes have a really crappy day and make a really crappy painting and be like, <laughs> like, good. like not so happy with what happened there. And like, um, I, I'm, I'm really religious about posting my work all the time. And it's not like, a, oh, look how good I am. And it's more like, this is how bad this can get. Like, this is a struggle. Like, some days. I do that too. I did. I'm like, I posted. I'm like, this is the honesty. Like, I'm actually, I'm like more interested in posting the reality of what it's like to work every day. Cause some days it didn't go so well. Like, 
Yeah. So it's not, I'm not, when I post a daily piece, I'm not always showing off. Sometimes I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> happened today. <laughs> Sorry. Like, you know, but I learned something. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it was a good day or a bad day because you always learn something and you always sure. did something. Yeah. I think it's important to show other artists too. And, and to like, like in my, in my posts, when that happens, I'm like, I don't really like what's got happening in this, you know, yeah, it's okay. I, feel like this looks weird. I don't know why I did it that way, but this is what I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For me, it's about the, for me, it's about the honesty of like, you know what, this is not all, you know, I like mean, perfection yeah nothing, free time yeah no sometimes it went really bad and I draw every morning so I draw every morning I do a figure drawing every morning sometimes they turn out real crap I'm tired or I don't care and I don't want to finish it I'm bored whatever yeah. like I didn't have enough coffee I didn't get enough sleep last night sometimes they don't turn out great like um but I post them because yeah. I want people to see that like this whole process of being an artist is like a it's a whole everyday kind of thing, even when it's a bad day. It's- yeah. I think too, like a lot of people, they give up when they have those bad days. Right. I can't imagine how many people have had like a period of time, like that maybe they really loved making art and then they just kept having bad days. And then they were just like, you know, I just need to stop doing this. And they never get past it. And they, and part of the reason is because they think that other people, I think, don't have those days. Right. And there's some artists who only post their best work, which is a choice, yeah. too. And that's not a bad choice, probably. Sure. I, may be, I may be further down the road as far as my career goes if I just posted the nice work. But I don't. <laughs> I post all the work. So yeah, some yeah. work is not great. And I know that. Like, I don't, I'm not sitting back here thinking, look at this awesome piece. Sometimes I'm like, eek. <laughs> <laughs> there we go go for today like (laughs) oh have you ever um posted something that was really you didn't like it but you revisited it later on and showed how you like solved a problem or changed it or anything like that yeah sometimes here's one of the here's one of the kickers so sometimes you'll post something and you did it like in 10 minutes. So there was this one painting. I did it in like 10 minutes. Yeah. And it's like, just like, pop, pop. And yeah. it was like, by and large, one of my most liked and most successful pieces. And I was like, <laughs> are you kidding me right now? Like, are you kidding me? Like, That's awesome. <laughs> and then there's like a piece where you've like, you feel like you've planned it and you've like done all this work on it. And it, you feel like it's so complex and so like, like, like you put so much effort into this piece and people are like, eh. and then you like yeah. throw it to the side and everybody's like, yeah. and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> like, like that, oh, that, that, it's that moment where you're like, man, like that's, and that's the kind of thing that keeps teaching me just like, go with it, just go with it. Like, cause that was 10 minutes and I just like, boop, 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 pop, like, yeah. Pop like because I was just like I was just you know screwing around. Yeah, like, yeah. I wasn't being serious. I was just playing around. I don't know. To me, that's the fun of the whole thing. Like you don't know. You don't. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. You just gotta keep. 
going You're on. just like throw, throwing paint on a canvas and seeing what sticks with other people too, you know, like you're just like putting yeah. it out there. And you That's cannot like, put weight on, and you really can't put weight on the likes and the not likes, you know, because. Oh, absolutely. You stop growing because you might be struggling through a process of something you're trying to learn and it doesn't look very good because you're struggling through a new technique or a new approach to something that you haven't really been doing it that way. And you're trying to do something a different way. So it's not mm-hmm. going to look great. And if you like let the fact that only five people liked it affect what you're going to do next, you're not going to follow that thing through to something magical. Like you got to push through the hard to get to magic. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. And I think too, when you bring up the likes thing, like, I don't know how many times I've come across an artist that I know, I know they're making a living from their art. I know that they're very successful within the art world, you know, and then they have an Instagram and there's like nothing going on there or a Facebook and there's nobody's liking or commenting or doing the things it just doesn't it it doesn't it doesn't show like how well you're doing it's not a precise you know reading of what's good and what's bad necessarily right you know it's kind of like you have to you have to try different things like do you ever do markets or anything like that um, yeah, I used to do more of those when I was younger. The older yeah. I get, the tireder I get. And that, <laughs> that setup, like, man, I respect, I respect deeply the people who do that. Like, cause I'm too tired to set that up and tear that down. Yeah, it's a lot. I can't do that anymore. Like I'm pushing 50, like I'm tired. I'm a breast cancer survivor and like, I'm tired. So yeah. <laughs> I do what I can do. <laughs> so if I have it, if I have it in me, I might do one here and there, but like not very often. But and off, you know, I sell better on I sell pretty well off of like Instagram. Like somebody will just see something and contact mm-hmm. me. And I started an Etsy. Um, it hasn't sold a lot yet, but like I'm hoping that that because people are always like people will always ask me, like, where can I see your work for sale? Because I just mm-hmm. post those posts. And I don't do a whole lot of, oh, this is for sale and price and stuff. I don't do a lot of that. And so I did Etsy just so it's like, well, there's a spot if you want to go look and buy something. Because I can't keep up. I make too much work and too much crappy work to really sell all of it. (laughs) One day, somebody's going to find all of your crappy paintings and they're going to be like this is all the beautiful work that she had hidden in her attic and isn't it amazing <laughs> right yeah 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 if I die and get famous that that's, yeah. that's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> oh that's crazy um well thank you so much for talking to me today and I really enjoyed it I think you had a lot of wonderful points for just all of us, young and old, to kind of think about, you know, and that you point them out to people and it's like they can relate and they know. I think about that that way too, you know? Right. Yeah. Just it's all about the love, man. Just love what you do and love, love learning it, love learning about other ways of doing it. Like be it's about openness yeah. and love and 
discipline, like pursuit, like just show up every day, mm. just a little bit, even if you don't have a lot of time, like, yeah, some of those 10 minute things. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> some people are like, well, I never have time because they're looking at setting aside eight hours or six hours to do something. Yeah. I get, give it an hour, give it 20 minutes, just something small. It doesn't always have, you don't always have to make a big painting. You can make some, do something little, do a little drawing, do a little doodle, do something just to like, keep that, I keep those juices flowing. Like that's what it does for me. It just keeps it active. Like it's always active inside of me, just a little something every day. And so I've always got the creative mm. synapses firing, even if I'm not able to make it to a big long painting for that day mm. or that weekend or whatever, just keep it going. Yeah. Like keeping up the habit. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Well, um, you mentioned you have an Etsy and your Instagram, which I'm going to have below on these videos and then everything. Right. So um, I'm, on, I'm on TikTok. It's all art by Danielle. So art by Danielle on Instagram, okay. um, art by Danielle on Etsy, art by Danielle on TikTok. So. Well, that's easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Danielle. You Thank have you. a great day. Yeah, you too. Awesome. Thank you for talking to me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Art Talk with April. For more information on this episode, join the Facebook group, The Art Lounge. Please subscribe and share. See you next Tuesday. Hope you have a great week.